This is a GRDC podcast. If you're a southern pulse grower and experience poor nodulation in acid soils, this podcast will be music to your ears. After a significant GRDC investment, a new acid-tolerant strain of rhizobia for Group F is nearing the end of its trial stage in preparation for commercial release. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. And today we're joined by research lead Elizabeth Farquharson, a senior research officer at the South Australian Research and Development Institute, SADI, to learn more about the strain and the related acid-tolerant research underway to tackle this important issue for pulse growers. Speaking with Hilary Sims, Liz is adamant this SADI research will have a significant and positive impact on faba bean and lentil production in higher rainfall areas. So in Australia, we have a really rigorous um, system for assessing uh, potential new rhizobium strains. And we need to go through a series of um, experiments to ensure that they're going to be competent in the field. So this lentil glasshouse trial is just one step in that process. And what we're essentially doing is ensuring that any new commercial rhizobium strain is compatible and able to fix nitrogen with all of the um, key lentil varieties that growers are currently using. So this trial is really a final screening of rhizobia strains with the objective that one of them will be made commercial. How will this happen exactly? So in the experiment we've um, set it up in a in a media where um, there's no nitrogen in that potting media. Um, so the, the plants are entirely reliant on nitrogen fixation for their growth. And so we are able to then compare the growth of the different cultivars with the different rhizobium strains we're testing and how that compares with the current commercial inoculant strain. So far, we've seen that all of the cultivars are able to fix nitrogen with our five um, strains of interest. So that's a really positive result. What's the timeline or potential release date we're looking at here? Uh, well, the best case scenario is that we'll finish up the body of work um, and select our uh, best strain by the end of this year. And then we'll move at putting a case together, which goes to an independent committee um, to just determine um, whether they think we've got enough evidence to to make this a new commercial strain basically and so from that point it would then go to the manufacturers so I think all going well we hope that growers would see a new strain in 2021. So Liz the second trial is investigating the sensitivity of two Faber bean cultivars to increasing acidity. Tell me a little bit more about that. The Faber bean uh, trial is quite different to the lentil trial it's the first time that we've grown um, fava bean in our hydroponic system. So growing uh, any of the crops in hydroponics like we are with the fava beans um, allows us a couple of things. Firstly, it allows us to manipulate the system very carefully and keep close tabs on what's happening. And so in this particular instance, we're manipulating pH. So we're growing the fava bean uh, at a range of pHs between five all the way down to pH four and we're hoping to generate a curve to understand at what point in that pH range uh, nodulation is impeded in fava bean and also where root growth is compromised. Are there any specific genotypes you're using for this experiment? Yeah, so in this experiment, um, as in a lot of our field work, we're using two of the very popular 
um, genotypes in fava bean at the moment. That's PBA Samira and PBA Zara. We're using those two because they have very different genetics. So we're interested in at what point um, nodulation is, is compromised by pH and whether it's the same for both genotypes. So in the longer term, um, that will uh, inform our research as to whether um, there's potential within the breeding material to uh, come up with a plant type that's more acid tolerant to match the rhizobium strain that's more acid tolerant. And what are the benefits of having an experiment like this in a glasshouse as compared to out in the field? Well, the great thing about the glasshouse experiments is that we're able to turn them over in about three to four weeks. So we have results really quickly. It also allows us to have very tight control over the conditions. So we're able to test a single strain with no interference from any background rhizobia that might be in a soil or a field condition. Uh, and with respect to pH, um, we're not in a soil uh, that's buffered and difficult to look at, look at. We can test multiple pHs and really pinpoint um, the point at which nod nodulation is compromised. I understand that the trial is still underway, but what have the results been so far? Sure. So um, in that experiment, we found both PBA Samira and uh, PBA Zara uh, nodulate uh, well with the current commercial rhizobium strain at pH 5. And we found that also in our field trials. And so basically in the field, if you're below pH 6 in your soil, you really should be uh, inoculating your crop because often at um, below pH 6, the rhizobium won't survive well in the soil, even if you've grown that crop before. So inoculating is really important in the field below pH 6, but the commercial inoculant will still work at pH 5. As soon as you drop below pH 5, that nodulation really starts to fall off quite quickly. Um, and by pH 4 and a half, um, there, there really were very few nodules on any of the crops um, or any of the plants in that experiment. And at pH 4, which was our lowest pH point in the experiment, the, not only were there no nodules, but the plant roots of Azara and Samira um, were very short and very stunted. With this in mind, what advice have you got for growers that may be experiencing poor nodulation because of low soil pH? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think one of the first things that growers need to understand and remember is that rhizobia are a living bacteria. So they're really sensitive to stresses such as low pH and also desiccation. So we need to understand this limitation to help us make effective management decisions. And that includes um, things like adhering to uh, manufacturer recommendations around inoculants um, and storage and when to use inoculants, things like that. The second thing is um, in the short term, until a new acid tolerant strain is available, um, we recommend growers apply inoculant at double the rate um, if they're in an acidic soil. Uh, we've had several field trials which have shown applying uh, inoculant at higher rates results in better nodulation under those circumstances. And of course, we would recommend that farmers um, have a good liming strategy. A new rhizobium strain is just one tool in the toolbox and it's certainly not um, to replace any good liming practice. And for growers that are looking for a bit more information on acidic environments, where would you direct them? Oh look, there's some great information on the GRDC website. They can also look for the GRDC inoculating legumes at Back Pocket Guide 
And if they want even more detail, um, the GRDC Inoculating Legumes, a practical guide. Liz Farquharson, a Senior Research Officer at SARDI, speaking with Hilary Sims. I'm Tony Crowley, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.